0: Listening to Gospel Garage, sharing the good news of the gospel through the teachings of Jesus Christ our Savior. Hi, everybody. Again. In the name of Jesus. We speak the name of Jesus only by his power and by his authority. Wow. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for gathering us together. Forgive us for believing the plans that we make outside of your will are the best for your people, Lord. I'm so sorry. We want to serve you and yet we fumble. But by your graciousness, we can stand upright. I'm still just blown away by that every moment. Yes, Holy Spirit. We repent of the times this week that I repent of the times this week that I chose my own responses to a situation, even internally, rather than your response in your peace and the fruit of the Spirit, Lord. We repent. We love you. Come dwell with us, Holy Spirit. Yes, that's weighty words. Come dwell with us. We need you. Feel these places where we're gathered together, even while physically apart, Lord. Thank you for your presence that reaches through the miles and miles. We pray for understanding, for understanding your revealed word as you bring us into this new place of wisdom, this new place of seeing with your eyes what a privilege what a burden we don't want to fail you god we do not want to grieve holy spirit we want to do what's best in your eyes by your will yes again by your will lord we pray in jesus glorious name thank you god thank you god It's a chilly, chilly Saturday. That's not a surprise being February in Merritt. And gonna hang out with the grandbaby in a little while and are feeling all the feelings of excitement and caution and tired and everything that comes into play just to very much walk our daily life, let alone the spiritual walk that we navigate with Holy Spirit. John 16, verse seven through 15. But I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And Holy Spirit, when he comes, will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. And concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will no longer see me. And concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world has been judged. I, the Lord, have many more things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. But when he, Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will disclose to you what is to come. And he will glorify me, for he will take of mine and will disclose it to you. All the things that the Heavenly Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he takes of mine and will disclose it to you. That's powerful teaching from Jesus. And he calls us his people and he has sent Holy Spirit. When we acknowledge and declare that Jesus Christ is the risen King, Holy Spirit will dwell within our hearts, within our minds, within our lives. Not to make our walk here easy, really, really not to make our walk here easy, but to guide us on the right road, the road to salvation, the road to God's eternal kingdom, sanctification, powerfulness of Holy Spirit imparted into each of us. And that does not mean that our rescue is an easy way out, that we're not gonna struggle anymore. Because on the contrary, when we choose to surrender to God, And live for Jesus and follow Holy Spirit's direction in our life, whether that's our careers, our hobbies, our interests, the churches we attend, the golf club we like to golf at, we will face trials and temptations because the enemy of this world is the enemy to us when we belong to Jesus. Not to be fearful of that, not to be fearful of man because Jesus Christ is victorious in all things, but to fear god yes that's come up in conversations this week the fear and awe of god the reminder that we cannot do this world alone and the reminder that we are sinful creatures who must continuously repent of our ways stand up with his assistance and carry on because the testings in this life are just that they're testings the hard times I'm grateful for them. I can say that with all honesty. I can say that to God because he knows my heart. We can't hide from him and tell him one thing while holding another in our heart. God knows the truth. He knows that I have made mistakes against others and had things done to me. He knows that I have forgiven those who've harmed me and he knows that I have prayed for forgiveness from those that I've harmed. And I'm grateful for that. I am grateful for the experiences, even the darkest most evil experiences, I am grateful because they have allowed me to know and understand the compassion and mercy and grace that God pours out over each of his people. When we but turn our chins to him, when we call out to him in the night, when we call out to Jesus as we're sitting in the parked car in a grocery store because we don't know what to say to the person that we're about to bump into, in all moments, Holy Spirit is present. And he loves his people and he is calling us home and he is correcting us and navigating the path ahead for us. And so life's testings are a necessity. We need the convicting presence of Holy Spirit to take us by the hand and walk us through the repentance of sin. Then the restoration and the things we have to face in it, and the forgiveness that restores our relationship with God. The most important relationship, reconciliation, sorry, reconciliation with God. It's quite exciting. me to talk like that and then we get to show the world like as we are reconciled to our heavenly father then we get to show the world the greatest evidence of him in our lives of holy spirit that when we are constantly willing to submit ourselves to the lordship of christ and allow him the things in our life to be removed that do not bring honor to his kingdom holy spirit (laughs) holy spirit Oh come Holy Spirit, remind us of our first love, Jesus. Lead us through the twists and turns and challenges of this adventurous life that you've mapped out. Amen. The Bible teaches us in Romans 8, verse 12 through 17. So then brethren, we are under obligation, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh, Pardon me. For if you are living according to the flesh, you must die. But if by Holy Spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all are being led by the Spirit of God. These are the sons and daughters of God. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption by which we cry out, Abba, Father. Holy Spirit himself testifies with our spirit, that we are children of God, and if children heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, so that we may also be glorified with him. Amen. Amen. We love the Bible. You know we love the Bible. Read the Bible. It's magnificent. It stirs me. It corrects me. It brings me to my knees. It encourages me. It makes me stop and think and correct my way in all things please read your bible front to back genesis to revelation pick a book and study that chapter prayerfully open your book with holy spirit at your side as children of the most high god holy spirit is within us and no child of god is exempt from the presence of holy spirit but all too often he's ignored he's cast aside we don't see him We don't hear him, we blot out his wisdom, we just blatantly ignore what we know he's prompting us to do or not to do. God has given Holy Spirit because we need him, and he loves us. He is God, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, the one and only triune God, and he loves his creation. And may we learn how we can better discover and receive reconciliation with our heavenly Father. All that offering that we've been given and granted through Christ with Holy Spirit. And that's not easy to say. How can we do something? How can we, well, love Jesus? How? How? Invite Holy Spirit in and hang out with him? How? How can we learn? Well, really, in my personal experience, we must prayerfully, prayerfully, daily read the Bible. It's crucial in our learning and understanding of the Bible that Holy Spirit and the Word of God work perfectly together. One does not contradict the other. Both Holy Spirit and the Bible are so, so vital to living with Jesus. Galatians 5 verse 25 through 26, If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Let us not become boastful, challenging one another and envying one another. Thank you God for that reminder. People who love the Lord are to be a team but think about the thousands of years ago when God's team was so divided that the Savior hung on a cross. Let's spend time getting to know the Holy Spirit. He is a person. He has a voice. He is God. He's not third place, second place. He is God. His presence feels a certain way. Often it's a wind in the room where the windows aren't open. I've experienced that. Often it's the shuddering of a window as a gust of wind goes by when you're speaking about something that is so holy and he's given you the permission to know his presence. Sometimes it's the absolute hush and quiet in a room where you're watching someone go through something that they need to go through in their walk with Jesus. And the absolute best way to learn about Holy Spirit is that one-on-one time with with him. I saw that so blatantly, one-on-one time time with Holy Spirit. Jesus God. Us with Him. Often we wait until we're in a public setting. I know that there's prayers where we pray and invite Holy Spirit in to be present in our Sunday sermon, or be present um, before a supper meal, or any different thing that's public. Or then there's a super highly stressful situation that we ask for His presence and His guidance. But we need Him right now, right here in this moment. Right now at the supper table tonight, right now when you're sitting having a TV dinner by yourself on the couch, every single moment we need Holy Spirit. And He is so deep within us that when we soften to Him and seek Him, we learn what His voice sounds like. We learn what His leading feels like so that we can discern His guidance out in this rush and stress and chaos of the life around us in this world. It's in places of personal prayer, guys. It's in that prayer time alone. It's in that prayer time corporately, if that's where you're so inclined. It's in Bible reading. It's singing praise in the kitchen. It's singing praise maybe so off-key that people around you who are also worshiping kind of wonder, but you know that your voice is being carried to the Lord Almighty. All things that we grow in our relationship with Holy Spirit are powerful. And we will get to follow his steps throughout the twists and turns of those days ahead. Things are really weird and mucky. I don't know left and right sometimes. Whether it's just something like basic that I'm like doing a to-do list at work and I fumbled, or it's something really, really serious. Time is of the essence. There is no greater time than now. And we can look biblically and historically at all the time that has gone before us, and still there is a sense of urgency in our hearts and in our minds and a longing for something, and people are straying and looking for an answer in what the world is offering instead of looking at Jesus Christ as the answer, that God is the only way. John 14, verse 16 through 17, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells within you, and you will be with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit's rapid and wonderful transformation results when we discover, like he lets us discover it. It's powerful. The creator of the universe, the creator of a blade of grass, he lets each of us discover the wealth of love that comes with hanging out with him this real friendship with the living God, who at the same time is causing seas to storm and volcanoes to stop erupting, and then he wants to sit and hang out with you wherever you are in whatever quiet time or loud time you're having. Unity with God, it brings that peace. Eye of the storm, we've talked about that over the past couple of years. Security with Jesus, even when everything else is corroding under your feet. An honesty and truth that you don't have to hide who you are from God which reminds us we don't have to hide who we are from other people. Now, I'm not talking about being belligerent and bossy and rude. You've got to keep that tone down because, really, that isn't really much a Holy Spirit's fruit, is it? And there's healing that comes from Jesus and freedom that comes from Jesus, even while chained to what the world is calling us. By God's grace, we've been filled with God himself, Holy Spirit. He's created us and poured himself into us. We have dwelling within us the same spirit who authored scripture. That uh, moves me, rocks me, shocks me, leaves me awestruck, makes me tearful with the joy of the Lord. That Holy Spirit who authored scripture, raised Jesus Christ from the dead, empowered the disciples then, empowers us now to disciple others, pours into us the knowledge and wisdom and understanding to step forth and share the gospel around this world, reminds us that we are forgiven and we are called his. The very same spirit that hovered over the waters at the creation of all things, book of Genesis and scripture says that he longs to help you. Jesus teaches us that he has come to be our comforter, our advocate. Wow. Wow, Jesus calls Holy Spirit the helper. How incredible is the grace of our God to offer us a relationship with him. How magnificent is God's love for you that Jesus Christ died so that we could have eternity. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Maybe ask ourselves some questions and go to the Bible for answers. And so I did ask myself this question. That's why I'm saying that. So today, uh, sorry, pardon me, this week at work, I was asking, like, how do we grow in friendship with Holy Spirit? And how do we allow him to satisfy our desire for relationship with him? And so then I was sifting through the Bible, Psalms 25, verse 11 through 15. For your name's sake, O Lord, pardon my iniquity, for it is great. Who is the man who fears the Lord? He will instruct him in the way he should choose. His soul will abide in prosperity and his descendants will inherit the land. The secret of the Lord is for those who fear him and he will make them known his covenant. My eyes are continually toward the Lord for he will pluck my feet out of the net. Thank you, Lord. That's how, read the Bible. Speak the name of Jesus into your heart, into your household, into your prayer. Ephesians 4, verse 29 through 31. Let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word as is good edification according to the need of the moment, so that it will give grace to those who hear. Not division. It will give grace to those who hear. Do not grieve, Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. And maybe you're out there being kind. I like to think of myself, probably should not think of it this way, but I like to think I'm normally a pretty kind person. But that doesn't mean my thoughts are kind. Well, what do we do when Jesus knows our thoughts? You think Holy Spirit is happy about the fact that I'm like there sitting with somebody at work, saying all the right things and not being hurtful. But are my thoughts kind? Am I being really judgmental in my thoughts and heart? Or am I actually angry about a situation? In all things, put away that slander, put away that malice. If you don't speak it, don't think it, give it to God. Give it to the Lord. Have him work through it in our hearts. Turn around actually and pray over the situation. If it's a specific situation like I just suggested, we are to pray in that moment. I've actually stopped what I was thinking about. Somebody said, you know what? I just had a thought. Let me pray for you and with you. And it does change the whole thing, changes our perspective. Holy Spirit comes right into that moment, the moment you take away yourself, disintegrate yourself out of a situation and allow Holy Spirit to come in and be in charge of the situation. A life lived with Holy Spirit starts like all true friendships, guys. Truly, truly, we must have a reverent fear of the Lord and an understanding of his love. It's like feels like it's mixed up, but it's not. If you love your parent, your mom or your dad, your grandparent, those who've raised you, if you love them, you don't want to hurt their feelings. You don't want to disrespect them. That's like a fear of the Lord, but only magnified and intensified. We don't want to step out of line to do something that is absolutely against His commandments, against His will for our lives, against the teachings of Jesus. Holy Spirit convicts us and we get to repent and He corrects us, but He does not condemn us, not in that moment. He reaches down and takes us with Him. Reaches down and says, come walk with me, learn my ways. Such immense, immense majesty poured over mankind that calls us to naturally respect, love and give our all to Him. And then it pours forth in our relationships, doesn't it? It's a lot easier to interact with people at your local basketball court, when you're having that compassion and love of Holy Spirit pour over you, you're not going to take offensive of things. You're not going to be lured by the spirit of Jezebel. That's making you think quirky thoughts that go against God and against your other relationships. You're not going to be wayward in it when you're centered in Christ and focused on his word and understanding that Holy Spirit will give you the wisdom and knowledge to speak something in a situation and to silence yourself in a situation. I'm grateful for that. We must make room in our life and learn what Holy Spirit likes and dislikes. We must apologize. Absolutely repent. Absolutely repent when we do something that hurts and grieves Holy Spirit. He is God. He is God and holy, holy, holy. And we are to be awestruck in His presence. Awestruck in His presence. Awestruck in His sanctuary. Awestruck when singing praise and worship to Him. Straightforward majesty of God right there in front of us and at the same time as we're awestruck we can come to him and get to come and are invited by Holy Spirit to go to the foot of the cross like a child comes to us at any moment go to God with every thought every thought don't worry about what he's going to think about the thought say the thought argue with God if you have a question angry at God if you're angry he will fix it heal it correct it He'll encourage the thoughts where we're feeling weak. He'll give us the strength to move forward, the strength to walk backwards. In all things, we find that hope with him. He is so full of grace and friendship with God, Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit is the only answer to this crazy, crazy life. His leadership, I need it. I need his leadership to know which direction to go to avoid a traffic accident. I need his leadership to know how to present myself in a situation that's a little bit alarming. I know his leadership to walk through the door. I'm actually kind of funny about going to the doctor. I don't. And so that's good or bad. It's probably not always the best choice. You know, sometimes it's better to be proactive if there's something going on, but I need Holy Spirit to give me the strength to walk through a door to see my doctor, who's a good person, who's been my doctor 30 years. Like I'm really ridiculous about it. But if there's a reason to see the doctor, I need Holy Spirit strength to get me through the door to the doctor. So when we pray for Holy Spirit strength, it isn't always about solving the earth's problems. It's something simple inside ourselves. And He is there and freely offers us what it is we need when it's within His will and lines up with God's kingdom. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for hearing the prayers of your people. Thank you that God, he teaches that throughout the Bible, which is his living word, that he responds to the prayers of his people. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for that. That's just the reminder, prayer, that conversation with God. God himself among and within us. He longs to guide us, to pray with us, to pray for us. Jude 1 verse 17 through 25 teaches us, But you, beloved, ought to remember the words that were spoken beforehand by the Apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, that they were saying to you, In the last time there will be mockers following after their own lust. These are the ones who cause divisions. But you, beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying with Holy Spirit, Keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting anxiously for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to eternal life. Thank you, Lord. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory, blameless with great joy to the only God, our savior. Be glory, majesty, and dominion and authority. Amen. Praying with Holy Spirit. Forgive us, Lord, for not praying before and after every moment, every interaction, every circumstance. What an incredible gift we've been given, prayer, and praying with Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit who searches the deep things of God and then desires to help his people pray. He desires to reveal God's will in our lives, yes, and opportunities and the way of walking within God's will. When we ask God to do the very thing that He's desiring of us, we receive His blessing. We learn how to discern the will of our Heavenly Father through Holy Spirit and pray according to His will, not our own wants and not our own wish lists. When we pray in the Spirit, wow, when we pray with Holy Spirit, we are praying along with the will of God Himself and those in the heavenlies and each and every moment That we are gifted the awareness of holy spirit and don't know what to pray he is there with us we can trust him he intercedes on our behalf romans 8 verse 26 through 27 in the same way the spirit also helps our weakness for we do not know how to pray as we should but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groaning too deep for words and he who searches the hearts know what the mind of the spirit is Because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. The will of God. My friend, did you know that Holy Spirit, that Holy Spirit prays for you, that he prays for me and Mike? Did you know that he steps in to a situation on our behalf and we may never know? So great is his love for you that he intercedes on your behalf when you don't know how to pray. So when you think there's a whole structured way of praying, maybe there is. I'm not certain about that. There's probably a time and a place for different types of prayer. But Holy Spirit will simply take you by the hand, take you by the shoulders, put an arm around your shoulder, lift you up if you're a crumpled heap on the floor with distress. He will pray on our behalf when we ask him to, Lord, help me. How do I heal this situation, Lord? I pray for my friend on the street who doesn't know you yet. I pray for my friend on the hospital bed who knows you very well. In all things, Holy Spirit prays on our behalf. I am so humbled by that. I'm not crushed under the weight of His holiness. I am reverent and awestruck. And I'm not sure why that word is reverent is so stuck in my head today. Because there's a reverence of coming into the presence of God that goes beyond how we're dressed, beyond the music we're listening to. Move aside all props and chaos. Move aside smoke machines and crazy lights for music. Sing a song of praise in that beautiful, reverent heart of yours. Let it explode to God. But don't be crushed. We are not to be crushed under the weight of His holiness. We are made alive again. I'm made alive again every day by the magnificence of God. With Holy Spirit, we have the same teacher who faithfully breathed perfect and practical words in scripture. That is really resonating with me as well, because Holy Spirit, the word of God to imperfect people across thousands of years is for each of us today and tomorrow and until God calls his people home. Not only did Holy Spirit teach the disciples then, but the very same teacher who is God, who is Jesus, and taught the disciples, and taught generations of disciples, is teaching each of us today in this moment. He is able to reveal to us the depths of God so that we get to learn what it is to follow Jesus. Wow, Lord, thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for teaching us to live as men and women ruled by God, ruled by God. By you rather than finding knowledge in matters of the world because there is no answer that the world has for any of us open our minds and hearts to receive the wisdom that can only come from God himself from Holy Spirit first Corinthians 2 verse 7 through 13 but we speak God's wisdom in a mystery the hidden wisdom which God predestined before the ages to our glory the wisdom which none of the rulers of this age has understood. For if they had understood it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But just as it is is written, things which eye has not seen and ear has not heard and which have not entered the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love him. For to us God revealed them through the Spirit. For Holy Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the Spirit? Even so, the thoughts of God no one knows except Holy Spirit of God. And now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may know things freely given to us by the Lord, which things we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words amen lord amen receiving the teaching of holy spirit is as simple as submitting our lives to him one day at a time making time to listen to him to study the bible with him we don't have to be pastors and ministers and even like scholars right to understand what the bible means we don't open up the bible and read it It will speak to you. It is the living Word of God. Holy Spirit will be our teacher in a way that He was, again, yes, for the disciples that walked alongside Jesus, all the way to the here and now of teaching us as we need to be taught. My friends, Holy Spirit is moving so, so quickly. Hearts that were merely like just sort of smoldering or questioning and curious about God are on fire and are lighting up. And He is here. He is here. Yes, Lord. He is here across all villages across all towns all cities and nations it doesn't matter the country you're in holy spirit is on the move jesus is returning soon and god holy spirit jesus christ wants his people home this is it run the race to the finish with god reach out for jesus the lord god almighty is in fact offering his hand you can see it you can feel it to guide us through the chaos that is the right now he's going to lead you away from the sin that has hurt you he's going to break the chains from the sin that is holding you hostage and keeping your heart away from him the sin that is grieving holy spirit he will guide us through a life of walking with him all to the glory of his kingdom all for reconciliation of his people Wow, Lord, thank you. It's humbling to know that things are quite chaotic and we're covered. It's humbling to know that whatever that covering means, we can't define it. Only God can define it. What we might think is the end when we lose a loved one to death, it could just be the beginning of their story if they know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. Come to the foot of the cross prayerfully prayerfully reach for Holy Spirit. Take His hand. Listen to Him speak over your life. Listen to Him dismantle the lies that you've been taught, the lies you tell yourself, the lies you label others with, all dismantled in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, we trust you. You are amazing. There's nobody like you in heaven and earth, Lord. You are worthy of all praise, all glory, Yes, Lord, we worship you with song, with thought. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for all you've done and all you are doing. That is happening throughout your created earth. We pray for the time that we set aside this week to read the Bible. We pray for that time that every hindrance, every distraction, excuse, limitation, and religious mindset be broken off of our lives now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Today and on the road ahead, Lord, teach us to pray for God's people with your power, with your authority. We receive your teachings, your freedom, your healing. Thank you, God, for positioning mankind right now in this place of victory, to see, to live, to be part of thy kingdom coming, thy will be done on earth as in heaven, Lord. Wow terrifying and humbling and beautiful, God. We are fearful of the world around us and ask for your calm and your protection, your clarity. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for coming in right at those moments when we feel we're about to not hold on to anything any longer, that you reach for us, God. Thank you. We surrender it to you, our plans, our hopes. We trust that you will take our hopes and dreams and mold them into what is good, what is for your kingdom, what is for the blessing of all. Maybe be a part of your revival that's flooding over the decay of these nations, Lord, and growing new lives in Christ. Together we pray hope, we pray healing, we pray deliverance, we pray forgiveness, we pray celebrating the Lord's return. Chains are gone, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Not to run free of our own accord, but to receive the freedom Jesus Christ has given us. Wow. Thank you, Lord. We trust you. All things in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Love you guys. Have a beautiful week. Walk forth boldly with Holy Spirit. You've been listening to Gospel Garage. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player or visit us at gospelgarage.ca forward slash podcast.